0: Hello, everybody, tonight with for Drum Destroyer podcast. I'm not sure if it, this one is going to be the first episode. I'm not yet. I'm not sure yet, to be honest, because... Uh Uh, so fucking a mess person i i i I already did some interviews i didn't like it so maybe this one is gonna be the first maybe this one is gonna be the second one god knows anyway tonight just for us just for us just for me in my fucking place in my living room i have room medicine yes guys you just heard me room medicine room medicine is a london-based trio it's a fucking powerful trio guys, trust me, you have to see this guy live, you're gonna shit your pant off, defining at the beginning themselves as a punk rock, or maybe they tried to, but now they're ending up like in being fucking Pantera, I saw last time them live, which was, uh, I think last week, on Friday, and... The drum kick, he was fucking drilling my head. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is a lamb of God of shit like that. I was like, oh, fucking hell. This is something huge. So anyway, I don't want to waste any more time about like speaking about bullshit. And definitely I want to leave space for them to introduce themselves. So uh, I think the first person that we're going to speak with us is going to be Al, the bass player and uh, is a singer as well in the band so guys just for you we
1: have row medicine hey what up people so we're glad to be here with you drum destroyer and Thank you, my dear friend sometimes not always and this is going to be our first podcast with you, so we're pretty excited and actually don't know what to expect and what to say. So we're going with, present- with the presentation of the members of the band. Okay, so... Unless you want me to know something, let's have me I want
2: to know co- what you're playing
1: the band. <clears throat> I, uh, I play the bass, which is the thing that I love the most. And I sing, I pretend to sing, so... Oh, Scream. Okay, I would say like mostly Scream, yeah.
0: Okay, Hal. Um, yeah, I really like it. Uh, tell tell, tell us a little bit more about uh, what you're actually doing in the band. I mean, we know that you play the bass, but I know as well that you compose lyrics and you compose music as well.
1: Yeah, we do. Uh, it's a bit of like not just me, but yeah. I do that too in the band and uh, we're like pretty active. So, so from playing the instruments to write the lyrics, to sing, to write the instrumentals, uh, to mix the songs, to do our own videos. So we pretty much do ourselves everything, like concern, like the whole the, the concept of raw medicine. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Then we can get on the specific if you want, but yeah. Okay, cool. I would tell too. So guys, uh,
0: let's make a big clap to Hall, the bass player of the band. Thank you, everybody now let's uh, let's pass the microphone to the second member of the band which is the guitarist and singer as well in the band the name is rico coming directly from switzerland and let's introduce rico
2: hi everybody my name is rico i play guitar and i sing in raw medicine
0: do you think this one is gonna be enough for our listener? no are you fucking insulting us <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about We know already that, I just present you, just telling you that, just let us know a little bit more, man. Um, Yeah, I mean,
2: uh, so basically, thanks for that introduction, was very um, honored to hear that, was, um, yeah, very nice, and thanks for having us here, so... um, It's a pleasure. uh, It's good to be here and uh, talk about music, so let me know what you want to know, and... uh, Okay. I'll be happy to.
0: I'm not gonna waste any more time like <laughs> <laughs> introducing you guys. And the last but not the least, definitely, we have the drummer, which is my favorite part, guys. I have like a love for drummer. I, I've been a drummer and I miss playing drums, but we have Goody, our drummer, our driller.
3: Goody, please. Thanks for having us. Thank you, man. I play the drums, I make noise in raw medicine, I hit <laughs> things. Definitely a good noise, man. The best part of the Fence, band. man.
0: <laughs> so, Goody, what you can tell about yourself? Like, I mean, uh, how long have you been playing?
3: Playing the drums? Yeah, how long have you been playing drums? I think, like, roughly 15 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like what seeing... actually
0: pushed you to play drum? What was, like, the first episode that I was like fuck i love drums i want to start playing drums Well, actually push you doing that
3: yeah some neighbors of mine they used to play the drums and i always heard like the banging noise that came out of their house and i just wanted to play the drums as well you know and then i just started playing on like boxes and everything (laughs) pants until yeah my parents said like okay let's give it a try
0: like everybody, okay, it's very interesting. And uh, what about you guys? Actually, when when do you actually play? And when do you start to play your instrument, and why? I mean, do you wanna do you wanna reply to this? Like,
2: well, uh, for me it was uh, my parents always listened to a lot of music in my house uh, early on when I grew up, and uh, so it was very important to me early on. And I started to play guitar when I was like I don't know six, seven, something like this, eight and uh, yeah since then i play guitar and it's just for me music is everything like it's uh it lives on it lives forever it's uh just it satisfies me it heals me it gives me like everything i need and that's why i still do it and uh i lucky i found those guys that are gonna do it with me and uh yeah it's not um you you, you know you you cannot expect it to have like the right people, and I really think like in this band, we have the right people, and uh yeah, so early on when I grew up, um, music has been a part of my life, yeah
0: Why don't you say the same thing, hall? We want to know why you play bass yeah, where, like in this like remotely highland f- of Italy, which is Sardinia, I'm telling you something. it's come from Sardinia, it's a dear friend of mine, Hall, you have to know that. And, uh, it's come from Sardinia. And uh, so, Hal, tell us a little bit about when you start to play bass guitar, what actually brings you to play bass guitar, and why actually a person would choose to play gay bass guitar, which, I mean, I'm Did not... You just insulted, say gay guitar? Um, <laughs> yeah, gay guitar. Okay. Uh, we, we're not homophobic, guys, trust me. No, no, just, yeah, okay, I'm gonna cut that. Uh... <clears throat> Anyway, it uh, will actually push you to play
1: bass guitar. Basically, uh, born as a guitar player, frontman. Then after years, uh, it happened suddenly. The a friend of mine asked me, like basically, they need a bass player uh, to play in a cover band, like a distillers and stuff like that. Um, then I had this bass, this shitty bass, and. Uh, I just started, uh, I started to play with this band and I uh, just enjoyed it so much. And since then, I'm stuck with it. I don't know, many years, 10, or something like this. I still suck though, but yeah.
0: <laughs> Can I make a job? You were good in playing guitar. Uh, I
1: was <laughs> playing,
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually, I was playing. What's <laughs> sometimes uh, the reason why was, like, uh, <laughs> people push you in playing
3: No,
1: it wasn't cause <laughs> of that. It's just, uh, <laughs> they really needed a bass player and I loved guitar, even though I never loved solo. But I wasn't that bad as uh, I was playing rhythm, Rhythmic guitar, no no solos and stuff like that. So mostly palm mutes and, and things like that. And then I got stuck with bass and and I carried on with it. So that would happen. And uh yeah, I used just the guitar to mostly to compose music and in the songwriting process. Um and no more than that. Since then I've been playing just bass, yeah. Okay, cool to hear that. Yeah. yeah, it's very cool
0: like when you stick with just one instrument. Anyway, uh so starting from you again, because I was starting before from Goody, which I was I stopped like and speaking about yourself guys. Um speaking about what actually influenced you as a musician in your life and why.
1: Well oh, when I started to play bass guitar, well we're like I mean, nicest bass, finest bass players for me, like um, Matt Freeman from Rancid, or Flea from Red Dog Chili Peppers, or even, I don't know, I really like stri- straight baseline, like a California punk rock mm-hmm. uh baseline and... That's it, like the, those like bright sounds that you have from the bass. Like so real, let's see really, that you like really very really bright exhaust bass, guitar, yeah, right? Bass. Like a Mustang bass. But not the actual Mustang bass, the car. I'm talking about the car. So I'm a with that sound, like a bit of a bit bright, still deep and dirty as fuck. Not too much. Okay, this is what I love.
0: Yeah. When I when I basses. Definitely uh, being a drummer myself, I was like, I need that fucking sound, I need that fucking body under my fucking drum kick and I know what you mean. Yeah. We've been playing together a couple of times and your fucking your sound man is fucking cazzuto I always be saying in Italian <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking like with balls you made. need to fill in your guts yeah you yeah, it need, it need, it need to reach everything you need to reach like your mind and your heart but anyway let's speak about Rico who actually inspired you in playing guitar when, when <coughs> how old were you when you started like you were like Thirteen, twelve, 12, 6, 5, people there, yeah, crazy. Yeah,
2: I, I was pretty young. I mean, early on, I'm, I remember the f- one of the first songs I played was like Basket Case from Green Day. Uh, I w- I w- what age? Yeah, it was like eight years old or something like that. <laughs>
0: And, and actually, uh, uh, play with actually electric guitar or just... A yeah, country? I
2: started with acoustic, and but then with electric, yeah. Okay. Pretty soon I discovered power chords. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. and, uh, <laughs> this yeah. is the ruin yeah, for the, your parents. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, like first early on, I listened a lot of punk, of punk rock and um, pop punk as well and stuff like that, melodic punk rock. And uh, later on, I really opened up way more, and uh, I really listened to a lot of classic rock, like Zeppelin stuff like that. And then I started to listen to more heavy stuff, like Lamb of God, Pantera, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, since then, I've been like really open, like what when it comes to genre in terms, like, like I really like I, I don't like want to limit myself, you know, like I just take everything that I can get. I mean, I listen to classic music sometimes, you know. Uh, Listen to very brutal, like heavy metal, like completely brutal stuff as well, you know, and uh, so for me, it's nice to have the whole spectrum and uh, just take from everything that I like, just take like pieces and put it together. I think that's a nice thing about our band is that we try to create this thing, like with all the influences that we have in the music we like and inspires us that we try to create something like which is raw medicine, you know. And we like hip-hop as well, we like reggae as well, we like heavy music, we like hardcore, we like... It's very broad, our taste, and um, I mean, I hope that people can recognize that when they, when they hear our... Man, sh- I can
0: tell people. you from a uh, public <clears throat> point of view, which is actually I agree completely in what you're saying, because sometimes you have some uh, scab ska sound or reggae sound and it's like that kind of rhythm like which is actually brings me far away from what i actually described you at the beginning which it was kind of reminding Panther and stuff like that and this is what actually makes you unique guys it gives you like that touch that you say like oh fuck this is raw medicine and uh, and I think it's so cool, guys. It's Thank really you. cool. Thank I you. really, I really, I really found this
3: Thank one amazing. Thank you. Anyway, let's speak with Goody about his taste. Uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up with a lot of jazz music and classic music. My dad is also a musician; he plays in a couple of jazz bands. And my mom, she used to sing with me when I was like four or three years old. I also played the piano, so. I'm kind of open to any styles of music as long as it's like heartfelt and nice, yeah. And but yeah.
0: But regarding drum, regarding drum, which one like is your inspiration? what kind inspiration. of drum yeah, inspiration uh, about
3: drumming. I'd say like Travis Barker from Blink one eighty two. Okay and the drummer like 0 32 of some 41 these were like my main inspirations back okay. in the days but. So
0: i'm very happy to have you here and uh, i didn't expect to be we are happy
2: to be here as well and uh, let me just interrupt <laughs> he's go- you
0: he's super excited and to speak introduce <laughs> in that microphone
2: <laughs> i'm sorry but i'm gonna introduce <laughs> the host of the evening antonio the drummer of cavalli the legacy of okay. cavalli <laughs> huge fucking. Nice band, great songs, drum destroyer. Thank you, man. A fucking great drummer. It's great to be here, man.
0: Thank you, thank you. Anyway, uh, let's speak about... uh, We already talked about you individually. How do you describe yourself as a band? So, how do you describe yourself and uh, where do you see
1: yourself at the moment? That's a bit hard. Um, We see ourselves in in Tottenham, <laughs> now okay. lovely ghetto. And then, yeah, the reason why we are like uh, we just you know challenging ourselves, and uh, whether we play it, and we seem to be not happy. It's not just you know we, we just enjoyed it, the gig and everything. But uh, just the technical aspect, you know, being like sound engineers of ourselves. Then there is there are critics from us on that aspect. Besides, we have fucking fun every time you know playing. It's really nice. Uh, but this is something that is always kicking in, you know. Because if you do the records and everything, you mo- you wanna, you know, you wanna sounds as better as possible. Like, no, you say as better, as good, as good. Yeah, fuck me. I, I, Come I, on, man. Don't, yeah, Kalenkurs are coming back. It. um So you wanna sound as good as possible on your like like what you imagine the songs like would be like in your mind not for the other people like mostly for yourself because it's it's like your baby basically and then i than not know in, yeah in terms of influences well like as i say what we write music there is not uh there there is a like a a fine line what's like what are like common thing that everybody likes and uh, like because we all play like the roughly like similar way but in a completely different way as well so it's like uh, you know I would say like you could listen like to classic music then you want to write eventually a song and end up like writing like a, a metal song you know so this is just yourself the way you know you express yourself and everything but yeah mostly there is like the punk rock like as a line that we have together, uh, which has been like part of our youth, like for for a long time. Then there is like, for example, for me, like lots of American hardcore, which kicks in every time. You know, I love I love like, thrashy riffs and shit like that. And then sometimes I love melodic too. You know, it's it all depends to the mood that you are in, even that day. And so basically, we never know what what the, the, the old package is going to be at the end like roughly so, so we're like wondering oh, it's going to be we just write song and it's like quite different from each other's but it's just try to keep it so natural feeling, as, it, as it goes you know
0: so my feeling right now from your where is like that you're kind of still researching yeah definitely in that. a way a sound or something that which actually is reflected a little bit in the ears because uh, as, a, as I mentioned before I start you guys watching you from the really beginning to now and you actually, if you want to call it a grow, definitely grow technically and uh, as a band, like as a spirits of the band definitely you much grow, you know more, you know better each other right now and you can see this one on the stage, but you... Uh, out of what you're saying, I can still feel that you're kind of researching a kind of a yeah, sound. Yeah, you can write tell. It.
1: Definitely, we, we're we still, like, uh, studying each other. Like, like I'm studying myself. since like I don't know where raw medicine is going, for sure. I have an idea. I have, like, a maybe, like, a, a line to follow something. Like, it, it depends sometimes what we're writing, but, like, roughly I have an idea, but I have no idea at the same time, so... It's, Can I ask you
0: an hypothetical question, like, how do you see raw
1: medicine in...
0: Where do you see raw medicine in 10 years?
1: (laughs) Well, in 10 years, I see, like, raw medicine still playing, and I see ourselves older, 10 years older, for sure. (laughs)
3: Definitely.
1: (laughs) I I don't know where about, hoping a better place, even though this is a really beautiful place, but uh, still... It's hard to reach the end of the month, so <laughs> you know. I maybe know on that on that I side, like, I would say like a, a slightly better place on that side, but other than that, I'm I'm pretty happy with what, what we are doing at the moment, you know.
0: Okay, uh, any 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 of you guys like want to interact with actually what we're talking about? Like, what, what actually are your thoughts? But
2: um, okay, my thoughts on this. I mean, where raw medicine is in ten years? Yes, yeah, I think we would just. Um, grow continuously and um get to know each other better and that's that will mirror in our music in the way it will grow as well and um, it's just you know it's our relationships and the way we stick together and that's gonna show in our music and everything else will you know happen from there like i'm pretty sure we will be i mean you know there's nothing for us like there's nothing else we can do like i know like me for me for those two guys like th- we can just play music basically like and that's what we do and that's that's uh what we like to do and what we love and that's what we're gonna do and like that's we do it now and we're gonna do it in 10 years like that's it you know
0: i'm really glad to hear that <laughs> and for you woody what do I have to say?
3: I completely agree with the things that they said.
0: Okay, fair enough. Guys, I'll see you in a bit. We're gonna take a quick break, but meanwhile, you're gonna you're gonna be listening, fucking row medicine.
2: recognize the one weapon available to the enslaved, rebellion.
0: We are back online, I hope you enjoy fucking room scene, guys, I'm sure about that, you fucking enjoyed. We had a nice break, we had like a very whiskey break, and we had a couple of uh, things to drink, and the guys are fucking very, uh, how do you say... That's quite interesting, uh, we were having a chat with them and they told me that they actually live together, so I would start from, uh, guys, how do you find this living together thing? I found it really interesting because um, myself, I remember that I was proposing it to, to my band and they, they just saw me my face and it was like, you are fucking crazy uh which now uh, after years i think like yeah maybe i was fucking crazy so how do you find actually living together as a band
2: well i mean it's it's both you know it's really great and it's also hard and it's uh, challenging and uh, everything together but uh you know what i just realized is after the gigs people come up to me and they say me tell me like are you you guys really sound like uh, like, uh, unity or, like, uh, one thing, like, you know, and they feel the energy and everything. And, and then when I talk to them and I mention that we live together, they usually say, like, wow, okay, that's why you guys, like, are so, like, you know, connected and, um, that they can feel that. And I, I cannot, I don't know that because I'm not in the audience when I play, but, um, it's really, I mean, I, on the other hand, it's also nice to live together with your friends and with y- your best friends and everything. So um, uh, we're glad to have that situation and we have a very nice house, uh, musician house together.
0: Okay, this is like your point of view. <laughs> it's my point I'm of view. I'm very interested in listening to any single point of view guys and I want to listen honestly what you think about. So let's go to all.
1: <sighs> awesome. So I, you wanna know what it feels like? It's uh, it's good as idea, but it's uh, it can be awkward. It can be bad. It can be extremely nice. It can be bad again. So the good things that it seems are like that it's yeah more the, bad for you yeah I'm gonna be the most brutal you know probably um uh, yeah basically uh, there are so many good points which is uh. You know, you come here together, you go to the gigs together. Uh, it's straightforward. When you, you, whenever you have an idea or something, you know, you can just grab, you get a player, or your drummer and that's like, come here, listen, you know. Um, but then it's hard because uh, at the end, like we play the same band who are, like, which is, And and, and at the end, we are like completely different beings, you know. There there is the stuff in common, music wisely, but then there is also private life and different habits and whatever comes with it and everything. So it's always like uh, flowers. Uh, There's also shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's also shit, like (laughs) a lot of shit. Um, I don't know, yeah, like honestly, yeah, he helps understand better like everything uh but even yeah musically honestly like uh it gives some help but i i don't know how much he helps uh in terms of like know the person you're playing with like it's nice but in terms of uh, you know when you, when you see your, your bandmates more than you see your penis you know each day it's it's a bit, you know, sometimes he, you just don't want to take a break. But, yeah, okay, on the yeah. other side, there is this side, you know. On the other side, yeah, there's great things, you know, you do everything together. You can organize yourself way better. You can have fun together when you have fun. But, yeah, still, it's like, down and upside together.
0: I think it's fair enough. Like, te- I want to listen from Goody as well. So, Goody. Just pass the fucking so, microphone fucking to Goody. I just want to listen to his yeah. point of view. Man, it's what do you nice, think man. about this?
3: Ah, I mean, I'm pretty easygoing and I think it's nice to live together. If you want to rehearse, then you can just plug in the stuff and play. But sometimes if, you have, if it gives you like a bit too much of the stress, then you can just chill out. We have like two cats and they take a lot of stress. So it's nice to just chill in the room with the cat. That I calls me down a lot. But yeah, I mean, it's nice to live with the guys together.
0: Shout
2: out to Boss and Rusty.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah, (laughs) they are their cuts, guys. So, as I mentioned before, me and Alberto, we are good friends from a couple of years already. And uh, we've been living together, so I know his passion about uh, Blink-182, Trevor Specker, Famous, which is the brand of Travis Bagger, right? Am I right, guys? Yeah, I'm saying bullshit. Yes, it seems right. So, when he started to play with this band, I remember this picture, I think, I'm not sure 100%, where I saw them all wearing fucking famous clothes. Guys. Do you have something to say about that? I was fucking in shock. I was like, okay, guys, okay, Alberto, you find your fucking band. This is right for you. Keep it keep it very solid in your pocket. So uh, what do you want to tell me about that? I mean, it was really interesting, like, in seeing you guys, like, with jacket, with famous. Even one of your videos, you, I think, goodies. you have, like, a jacket with famous patches behind it. Uh, which I found really interesting. And then know Alberto, Al, Al, how Alberto loves famous yeah. brand. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? It's going to be just a quick one. So guys.
2: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> what, you wanna, wait,
0: well, uh, for me, I mean, okay.
2: just uh, was was uh, famous. was uh, like uh, really a part like to identify myself when I grew up and everything. So I've been wearing the clothes and uh yeah for like like many many years and everything and i still had those clothes and uh i was wearing them it was just uh, like the first time we met and we played in manor house at this rehearsal room and uh, we just we we were i think we were all wearing famous but we didn't know each other so basically yeah it was kind of weird but in the same at the same time like okay was there like uh okay, like we have we, we have similar like um interests and everything so it was really cool. And uh yeah, it's just it's been a part of all of our youth, I think. But uh yeah. Nowadays it's uh changed a bit, but uh yeah,
1: definitely. Um. What do you wanna say? Yeah, I was like I Do you mean, have uh, something to add? <laughs> <laughs> I still wear those clothes, you know.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah,
3: cool.
2: No, yeah. I know you
1: need money to buy new stuff, but yeah, there's a yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, to <laughs> tell you look Australian,
2: nowadays we don't have the money to buy those kind of clothes. That's what he wants to say.
1: Yeah, they, <laughs> they go too expensive. Thanks Just to be honest. Yeah,
2: if you if you guys want to send us some free, famous clothes, it's
1: fine. We're gonna wear yeah. them, but otherwise, yeah, thanks. Strive is to raise the price of so that shit,
0: anyway. Before I was, uh, I think Rico say like. We are a band that we are limitless in a way. I mean, at least we don't want to limit uh, ourselves. So for each of you, what this sentence actually means, limiting yourselves, what does it mean in uh, musically talking?
1: Well, like, whether... I mean, it depends, like, it means... uh, in our bands, there's no like uh, like there are so many bands that are so pointed in like one genre or so. You know, where you're just into one single thing, and we are more like um, uh, the way we write is like as a feeling. So, so you must be like open-minded first of all, and like pretty much everything, because someone may like uh, bring out something that is slightly more rock, slightly more metal slightly a bit a bit trash a bit a be bit more like eventually melodic and stuff so and we end up like just uh, judging that and and taking it for for what it is just to listen to it or you you know whether you feel something or not there's not this oh this is not heavy enough or this is not like uh, not enough melodic or like as long as it gives us feeling we're open to you know. To play it and perform it, you know, as long as like keep like we feel that it's our identity somehow, you know, and just uh, we, we carry on with that music whether it's like uh, heavier, softer, whatever it is. Maybe next year we're gonna be, I don't know, a church band.
0: Actually, I make a new question for you, uh, because you say before we're not trying to limit ourselves, but how actually this one affect? The way you play and the way you, your band is, like no being limitless in a way. How actually this one affect the raw medicine? Um,
2: so I mean, to the to add to the point of um, limitless and everything that, like for me, it's like you only limit yourself in a way because that's like, you know, my kind of idea about uh, how, how it works the world and everything i think it's only like you need to be better than yourself like or try like it doesn't matter like just like uh you know there's no um competition in that sense you know if if if, if you like something or if someone has some kind of success in, in what he does it's nice you know it doesn't mean like it's bad for you you know what i mean it's like I mean like limitless for me is like I I can write any song that has been written or will be written, you know what I mean? Like it's uh it's kind of uh interesting thought, but uh it just means like that you you don't need to um t- like um how can I explain that? Like you know, the other like you don't need to see yourself in competition with other people, you know okay. what I mean? like it's just uh, it's about you and your relationships that you have you know I don't know if that makes sense do you understand what I mean yeah Yeah, you know it's uh, like uh, we always have these kind of limitations by society or people that tell us like what to do like what is right for you what you can do what you cannot do and I think I don't agree with that, you know. I think you can do anything, but it's just yourself, you know, you need to convince, you know, you need to free yourself from the doubt that, that you have from Do you from, think from... do you
0: think like this kind of like being limitless, it can be like in a way a limit to the band? So being limitless, do you think in a way it can be actually a limit?
2: Yeah, I mean, what you say—it uh, does make sense. And in the beginning, it's uh, for every band. It's um, like you need to find your kind of niche or your kind of what you do. Like, if if it's real, what you do, there's gonna be something that separates you from others that are doing music. And uh, but you need to find that and explore that. And that's what we're doing. And I think if you listen back to what we've done already, which is different stuff is kind of like you said in the beginning introduction is is not it doesn't sound the same it's already like different but um you can still hear like it's raw medicine you know it's it's always going to be raw medicine so we are very, we try to experiment and we just try to push the limits you know of of music we try to create like the truest expression of the feeling that we have that's it you know like just uh, that uh, that's our, or at least I'm talking for myself. Like, uh, like the feeling that the song has. Like, we just try to give it uh, a, a good platform. You
0: know, that's that's okay. my vision. You know, I completely you know get it. From, I make another question about it. Like, uh, if for example, like if you have to think about from. How do you think Raw
1: Medicine, they differentiate themselves from other bands? It's like, for me, it's like, mostly it could be like energy, mm-hmm. like true feelings in terms mm-hmm. of performance, Where, whether we're where we playing like a, you know, a more softy song or rather like, like a brutal part. Like, a, it's just, a, it's the same style, like in our way, but it's like, a, it's just the, the same energy with like... A, Different feelings, but still, still keeping the same energy, you know. Just uh it's still true what we do, and whether we do. So, so you just, I guess, you know, you you see the same energy. So it doesn't really matter whether 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 like we are playing like uh, a certain song on another one. Just the, all these things that's meant to be like a uh, a cool thing, say like uh, we do or whatever we do, super cool. It turns up to be like uh like in terms of like performing in London, like. Uh, they tend to like uh, maybe like look at for gig and stuff like this and then they like check out your main genre which like, like your closest like your hardcore band your punk band your rock band so it's actually a good thing like for us because we love what we do but it's really a pain in the ass because the people don't know like uh been like you may end up like asking to a promoter oh this is too heavy to play in this like whatever punk rock night scan night this like uh, Maybe like you go uh, like a thresh night like metal night it's like no metal enough shit like that it's like when you say like oh, we generally play like I cannot really tell you you know what I mean it's uh it's raw medicine, so you know it, you like it or not so it's it, it's 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 kind of hard to catalog, even for myself and that's the kind of thing that I completely understand guys it's, and the thing is like what
0: I'm saying that it's like because uh, sometimes it, it's it's music it's art, it's part of art. And it's very difficult to classify, especially from the people that actually they're producing it. But still, it's some, the best thing that we can do it by doing art and by doing music is giving a part of ourselves and uh, trying to share it with you people outside. So I really appreciate it, guys. What that you hear, that you try to explain us like your point of view, and uh, I think we sh- we should take everybody inspiration from what actually is being part of a band and be part of like a serious project, which is raw Medicine is at the moment. Anyway, we will gonna take another quick break and we're gonna come back soon. but we're not going to leave you alone we're going to put another raw medicine video clip I'll see you in a bit bye, I love you Okay, guys, we are back online and I hope you enjoy another fucking video clip from Rome Medicine. This guy, the fucking breaking their ass. Honestly, guys, you, at least you need to give a chance. I'm not saying like go every fucking gig, but you need to give a chance. At least in, in life we give chance to everybody. So if you're really passionate about music, if you're really passionate about band, if you're really passionate about independent band, Why not? Why not? Anyway, in this chapter of our podcast, program, whatever you want to call it, we're going to speak about, like, we're going to try to give some inspiration about, and we try to go more inside about what actually means move in a foreigner city and start a band. It's, uh,
1: like, for me, it's been, like, seems like an infinite journey. It looked like uh, yesterday I moved here, but I actually moved to London, like, uh, seven, eight years ago. I don't even remember, something like that. And, uh, like, yeah, it was to make music, of course, because that's my life. And, uh, well, it's not easy at all. And, uh... uh yeah, the purpose was to find, like, suitable people to, like, play music with, like, that, that you can get along and with the same brain frequencies or so. But it's I realized that right after, like, it's fucking hard. It took me, like, to find this band about, uh, let's say, like, six years that I was in London, like, playing with other bands. And and so, because uh, you find, like, lo- loads of musicians that you can play with, but there's there's no chemistry there's nothing so what i started to do at the beginning was like my ideas like uh i need to be like uh i be in the scene you know see like uh get known a bit i need to meet more people you know i need more musicians i need to find my people to 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 like just uh form a band or where i can feel accomplished you know and then i start to just uh just let, let's say play as a session-based play, you know, station session-based play. With a, and then I started with like a couple of punk bands or so and I ended up with this like a rock and roll garage, whatever, punk band. And uh, yeah, that's why I found them, you know. There was like basically a lunch album and there was the the place all crowded, which was like, yeah, T-Chances, like a punk venue that was like... all T-Chances holiday chances i was awesome and and basically there i found my band where like in the crowd and just the, the singer shout out that i was I looking for and so like it took me so many years you know and i just remember that day like i stopped to play and like and a couple of people like two or three came to me it's like yo we need bass player and so like and these dudes they give me like their demos and stuff and i've been listening and like for a couple of weeks I actually i haven't been listening like for weeks i was like i have these demos let's have a listen you know and stuff and then uh we just had the rehearsal and then i found them like it was really crazy but yeah it's not it's not easy at all you just uh, you need to be committed and 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 look for it you just not sitting on your and waiting for someone knocking at your door because it's never gonna happen. You probably will die there. But if you're willing to do it, like just uh, just play with it and be involved in what you like, and just uh, like try to do it as hard as you can, even though like you end up with no money, no rent to pay, and uh, all this shit that can go on in your life, you know. Okay. Uh, can Pretty I much. see like
0: another point of view as yeah. well? Like I found yours like very interesting, and yeah. I, I related like as well like too much because in many occasions I yeah. was actually there physically when he was fin- he found this band and all this stuff. So yeah. I can actually understand personally what it actually means like to find that real connection with yeah. people, um, <clears throat> which it brings me up like to think about, like, band is not just about skills, I would say mainly, but it's about people mainly, and of course skills as well, musical skills, but it's a mix of both, which you need to consider when you create a band, like, you need to consider, like, the the people's skills, which it means, like, you need to have a connection with them. If you don't, for any reason, just... Ask yourself at least why. Anyway, let's yeah. see about what Rico thinks about.
1: All oh, right, just uh, just one point. One point yeah, is like yeah, it's like the the struggle is definitely worth it, you know, in a way. And it's like uh, it's like this is the guy that would push me like to to do this. I wouldn't found like my band who without. Without drum destroyer, you know, without okay. you. So that that's <laughs> okay. what, what that's what literally happens. Like one of the <laughs> dudes that pushed me like to carry on and with my search, you know, and with what I love. So it's okay, man. <sighs> yeah. Uh, love. Cool. Thank you, man. I
2: love
0: you too.
2: So I mean, for me it doesn't really matter if you're a for- foreigner or not. I think I mean it's in the end. If you want to start something, you always need to leave things behind to get where you want to go. And it's always a sacrifice you need to um, be willing to take. But uh, I mean, for me, it was very hard to find the right people in the beginning, because I was... uh, When I first moved to London, I was playing guitar for a band. Uh, from LA, and I was touring the UK and everything, but it was never what I wanted to like do because I really like to create music and not just to play it. I mean, I like to play it. So you
0: were kind of a session musician. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we created also like a, s- a couple of songs, but most of the songs were already there. I had to learn them and perform them, and it was it was good. We had good, nice gigs and everything, and. Uh, and uh, But I just realized, like, it made me see that I, I need to be able to create my vision. And because I really liked to create the song, you know, and um, to express myself. And uh, so that's when I realized I need to find my start my own band. And I, lo- I was looking for people and I couldn't find the right people. Like I was jamming with people. And then I left London even. I went to South America for like six months. And um, because I knew knew No Goody for like a long time, we grew up almost like in the, like next to each other, like village next to each other and we went to high school together and everything. So we had a band back there, like when we were like 14 or 15. And uh, we were talking when I was in South America and you said, I'm fed up with this job, I want I want to go to London and I said you know I'm not going to stay in a jungle I want to go back to London as well and uh, so I just uh, went back and and with him and um, we were we started playing and I wrote some couple of songs you know during that time and uh, we we uh, recorded some demos and we, we were looking for a bass player you know it was clear we need a a bass player it was very hard we had like a couple of guys and and uh, Then there was this band playing, like, where we lived in Shadwell at, uh, I don't remember, Tavern, something at this place, George, no, George Tavern? Yeah, George Tavern, yeah. Yeah, and the Blue Carpet band was playing, and we just, we walked in there, like, for the last three songs, and we just, we liked it, and then we saw them playing, they're playing at the T-Chances, and we went there to see them, and then he was filling in for the bass, and uh, we just, I mean, I saw him playing, and I told Goody, that's the guy, and... After I waited uh-huh. outside, I waited there until he showed up. And uh, can
0: I ask you something about yeah, that? what well, yeah. actually, let you let you feel that he was the right guy. The Ooh. feeling
2: was just uh, I felt like uh, I know him in a way because I just like his style and everything, and the way he played this kind of energy, and uh, he played really nice. And I, it seemed like in a way that he doesn't even fit into the picture of the whole band because his style was different, you know. And so I was just curious, you know, and, and but we didn't have like we were like, you know, like we we tried a couple of guys, but there was no one like you know nearly like close to being like the guy. I was thinking like, oh, let's do like something like weird, crazy. I don't know. I didn't know what to do. I was lost, you know, to be honest. And 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 then I saw him, and I was just like, man, that that's it, you know. But I I didn't know, and then we we just I think. I don't know. We exchanged something. I gave you the link to the demo yeah. or something like that.
0: And anyway, I remember and that it was night funny. when it, he came back home, and he was a, f- <laughs> he was happy as a like a bitch. But
2: uh, you know what's funny was, <laughs> he was like, happy like there was like, like, <laughs> like there was an- there was another guy even I wanted him as a bass player. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think, like I think so the same he, he told me a
0: story about like. The tube band, they were looking for you, blah, blah, History. and after you choose, something like that. Anyway, it was, man, it was almost cry. But anyway, about all this story, I want to listen the last point of view, which is good.
3: Yeah, man, I used to have like a boring 9 to 5 office job, and then one day I just had an off, and I told Rico, <laughs> yeah, yo, man, I need to go to London, I need to do something with my life. I cannot work in the office forever until I get old. And we went to London, and then, yeah, it all started, like, slowly, but we found Alberto, which was very great, and then, yeah, we...
0: Enrico is very, um, sorry, good is very good to summarize everything, I have to say that. (laughs) Whatever question you ask him, like, it's very good to summarize. So, do you have any gig coming up?
2: Yeah, basically, uh, next gig is 8th of November at the Gunners, Okay. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a really good party. And nice bands. Be ready. Okay. And then uh, we have later on uh, 22nd of November at the Beehive and 23rd of November in Kingston, taking out the trash with Bangover and some other fresh
0: fellows. Yeah. (coughs) Okay. Cool. And uh, do you have uh, like any upcoming albums or EP or CD or single tracks or whatever you want to call it? Uh, do you have anything that our listener should know about that?
2: We have uh, one EP is called uh, "As Hard as It Gets," and then we have our single "Killer Seeds," which so w- is available wrong. everywhere. <laughs>
0: everywhere what do you mean come on like
2: i mean know. yeah spotify everywhere like all the streaming like killer seats. then our ep is on Bandcamp mainly and then we have our couple of videos on youtube as well and we have our new um record which we are uh finalizing now we have some amazing songs and it's gonna be very nice
0: can yeah. you give some insight about that? Like, uh, what's what's your song is gonna be right. like? Well, well, do Do you uh, actually, from what I, from what I, the, my feeling that I get from this in this chat with this interview, whatever you wanna call it, is like that you guys like to change style and that uh, you're still researching. So, what we need to expect from the next album, EP, or I think it's more, it's gonna be it. Okay. To be honest, I know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be more than an album. So, what do we need to expect from this album?
1: So basically, it's like the the process we are in now is is, is still songwriting. So, uh, we get like a bunch of songs. Let's say almost five to to, to get done, like uh, almost done. And we're gonna pull out like about eight ten songs for the album. Sort of like that's a, So it's not gonna be. We're not gonna start the recording like before then one month from now and that's what we expect one month and one month and a half in terms of style like what we're trying to be for for sure it's going to be like uh we're trying to be like put as much energy as we can and still there's going to be like uh for sure like heavy reefs uh heavy reefs uh high energy thrash that we love uh melodic parts and stuff like that. It's going to be like, uh, I would say like le- le- less, less complicated, uh, but heavy, straight and with more energy It's like kind of pushy, you know, so th- that's what it's going to be like um, my vision. Then I don't know what's the rest of the song that are going to be, but for now, it seems like pretty energetic and yeah.
0: Okay. I'm still okay, excited. guys. Before, like, we're gonna go, we're gonna, we are going toward, like, the last part of the podcast and mm. we're gonna be closing. Yeah. Do you have any question for me? It's a very strange question, but actually, do you have any question for me?
1: Not really. It do you wanna think about that? Do you wanna take a break? How come it's that late that we're doing an interview? You know, just people, like, usually it's early morning and now it's fucking. <laughs> what time usually all his interviews are early morning yeah you know? about eight sorry about it's that. a morning it's the recording now it's about 11 oh which is pretty nice okay it's because uh, unfortunately
0: I'm us. still not like a full-timer uh, <laughs> um podcaster. R- podcaster or youtuber or radio-ish whatever so and I'm doing this one for the sake of the love of the music which is I'm completely fine with it, so I have to cut my time around my job, around my my life, and around everything else. But still, I'm spending a lot of time around it, and uh, I really love it, and uh, I never regret any minutes about it. And I think is the one of the best thing that I ever did after Cavalli, which is was my ex band, you know, guys. And uh, that's it. That this is the reason why we have to cut our like times. Yeah. Do you have any other question before we uh, we're gonna go to the other break and after we're gonna close again. No, we're good. Okay, so guys, we're gonna have like our last break, which is gonna be another fucking song from Rome soon. Okay, guys, we are back online and we are back with Drum Destroyer Podcast.
2: Boom.
0: <laughs> and tonight, as I mentioned, like, million of times, we have Roe Medicine, a London based band, a powerful fucking trio, which is, like, gonna drill your mind. And the reason why is, like, because the bass player is a fucking exhauster for motorcycles and machine. The guitarist is, is a fucking bricklayer. So it means like that they're gonna throw bricks on your head. And the fucking drummer is a fucking like driller. It like kind of drill things in your mind with this fucking like kick drum. So I'm very happy to have them here. And you have to know like the essence of this podcast. It's just like to have like nice music, real people, and uh, everything is based on uh, raw experiences which I'm very glad to support this kind of scene and uh, I'm very happy to have, in this case, raw medicine but l- throughout our journey we're gonna have more bands anyway guys, I think like for uh, tonight is everything I'm, as I mentioned a million of times like I'm, I'm really happy to have you here guys uh, Thanks a so lot uh, for having us it. on. and uh, I just want to close, it, like, before we close, actually, I want to make you a last question, which I want to Goody to answer to us. Yes. Yeah? Come on, man. Put your mic close, please, man. Goody, man. Okay, if, for example... No, actually, not for example. If people out there want to listen for the first time Raw Medicine, and uh, you think, like... Someone asking you, like, okay, we should listen as a first time listener for Raw Medicine. What do you recommend to listen from them?
3: Yeah, man, there is that song. We have the songs also on YouTube and also videos. Um, We would recommend to listen to All I've Got from Raw Medicine on YouTube. It's a DIY video. Everything like the recording is also DIY and... This is a good first impression of our band.
0: Okay, perfect. So, we're gonna go through, like, uh, all I've got. And, uh, guys, I really appreciate you tonight. And I uh, really love you. And uh, thank you very much for coming here tonight. Thank you, man. And I uh, really feel really glad to to make this happen. <laughs> and... Uh, I hope you the best. And tonight, as I say, for Drum Destroyer podcast, we had Role Medicine, and now we're gonna listen to all of you, all I've got. And uh, guys, thank you very much. See you again. I hope to see you soon. And uh, we're gonna keep you updated about Role Medicine future. And uh, definitely when the album gonna come up, it's gonna be published in our page as well. It's going to be, at least we're going to have a link where you can connect to Bandcamp, where you can see the the new release. I'm going to keep you updated about what's going to happen about the future of this band, but definitely we're going to see a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot forward for this band. Anyway, have a good night, guys. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you, Goody. Thank you, man. Thank you, Rico. Cheers, man. Thank you, Hal.
1: Peace.